When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, right now, uh, we're in the thick of things. Uh, I had the opportunity to talk with the consultant company that the Edmonton Eskimos are using uh, and, and have a lot, of, a lot of traction with them. Uh, so it's it's really good, man. Now it's just time to galvanize the fans and, and get them excited about what we're trying to do and, and try to bring this thing home, man, and, and land this plane, brother. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the RP Show on a Wednesday, episode number 1190. How about that? For those Sask that? listeners, that was the first. That was the first radio station I was ever on. Eleven ninety CFSL, country favorites, and here we are on Game Plus Television, and still on the radio. WQEE down there in Atlanta. Boy, we kicked a hornet's nest there, didn't we, Ryan? On radio, I'll explain with the NHL coming to Atlanta, and of course on the streams. I'm here in the beautiful uh, environs of South Florida where it's in the plus 20s Celsius today. Moose joins us. And what were you telling me yesterday, Moose, before we get into this ain't the weather channel, but did you say it was <laughs> plus 15 and rain in Tirana yesterday? That's unbelievable yeah. for February. It, it really is. It was pushing plus, you know, 10, 11, 12, and I think it got up to 15 at one point in the afternoon. Um, it's another warm Unreal. day today. And uh, yeah, it's pretty great. That's good. That's good. Hey, for your viewing and listening pleasure, everybody, we've got the longtime Winnipeg Jets broadcaster, Winnipeg Ice broadcaster, Brian Munns. He of the SJHL Hall of Fame. Munsey's going to be with us in hour one and in hour two. Sam Cosentino, the whitest teeth in show business from NHL Network and Rogers Sportsnet. Those are the guests. Big hockey day today. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please? Director Jordan. By the way, when we get to the poll, when we get to the poll question, it does pertain to baseball. So stay tuned. But number one, the big story as we do, I, for those that are uninitiated that have just tuned in, they, they don't know what we do here. I say if I'm going to walk into a coffee shop collectively across North America, what's the big story? And let, let, let's say Canada, because we're airing on national television in Canada. What's the big story? I would think it's this. NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman says Winnipeg is a strong NHL market where hockey matters and that he believes the attendance issues affecting the team will be resolved. Bettman spoke to reporters Tuesday before the Jets were scheduled to host the St. Louis Blues. Jets have averaged the second fewest fans per game in the NHL this season, but Bettman says he doesn't view the situation as a crisis. He says, however, there needs to be a collaboration between the team, the community, and the fans to find a solution. The Jets say Winnipeg season ticket has decreased 27% in three years from approximately 13,000 to now just under 9,500. So I'll give you the proper fetting, vetting. Moose, you were right. Gary worked to quell the fears of Winnipeggers. I said he's going to come in there and say, buy tickets or else we're gone. And he didn't do that. You predicted what he was going to say. Um, but I also think there's some corporate CEO gobbledygook speak in there because he said, I don't know where, why anybody would be talking about the team leaving. Well, I don't know, Gary. Ask Mark Chipman because he dropped the bomb on Friday. That's what started all this, and this is why you had to come to Winnipeg. So when you get conflicting reports or mixed messages from leaders, it is real scary. And that's what I think is coming out of Winnipeg. So 
That was my take. I could go on and on and on, and I'll say it again. Number one viewership region for this show is Saskatchewan. Number two is Winnipeg. And last summer, number one was Winnipeg. So we had a lot of people tuning in from Winnipeg. I want to hear from them today on the Sober Carpenter text line, 902-518-3033. Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beers. Ask for them by name at your local beer, wine, and spirit store or on the YouTube feed. Uh, I got more, but you're the co-host. You got your Jets jacket on. What did you take away from Gary's address? Yeah, I told you I'd suck up to the Jets this morning after picking St. Louis last night in our breakaway bets. But, uh, you know, you say with, with Bettman, yeah, my, my first follow-up is just like kind of what you said. Then why are you in Winnipeg yesterday? If, if there's no problems, why are you here? Right? If everything's great and, you know, it just seemed like he was bewildered. You know, kind of like, I don't understand why everybody, why there's this hysteria. I don't understand why this is going on. It's like, well, then why are you in Winnipeg if you don't see there's a problem? But, you know, he kind of did his best to hopefully reassure some Winnipeg people that they're not going anywhere and sound the alarm bells, but does say that work needs to be done. Says he met with season ticket holders, met with some corporate partners. I saw the interview with John Liu, you know, met with Mark Chipman. Didn't really give us a lot of details as to what came out of those conversations. As you say, a lot of corporate speak. But uh, at the end of the day, um, you don't take, I don't take much away from what Gary Bettman said. Okay, well, other than the team staying for now, he didn't say 5, 10, 15 years. There was none of that. It was a very positive visit from Gary Bettman. Now, I want to say this. I hope people feel as good when they tune into this show every day. It just makes them feel warm because when I tune into the NHL radio channel, I feel good. I, was, I did another five miles of Johnny O's today. And... Um, <laughs> Clark will chuckle when he hears this, if I have it right. Like, I, Gord Stellick said something today that made me laugh. Literally laugh on the treadmill. I almost, you know, where you stop and go, get thrown right off the treadmill because you're not paying attention to running. Uh, and the reason I laugh about it is because I don't really care for Gord Stellick. He was a crappy GM of the Leafs. I think Clark's reached out to him to come on this show, and he's never even responded. At least say no. Scott Laughlin's on here all the time. But anyways, Scott said, number, I was, Scott was quoting Bettman saying, uh, maybe it was a clip of Bettman. He goes, these owners said when they got the Jets in 2011, they don't want to just survive in the NHL. They want to thrive in the NHL. And the host took that to mean win. Well, you have the number one team in the division and you're the second lowest attendance. So imagine if the team was crappy. I think we've all said that and we've all wondered. That. I think, I thought it meant financially. We don't want to just survive and have a team. We want to make money here. And that's not happening. So I took it differently. Where I laughed with Gord Stellick was with these problems being addressed. Gord said this, uh, in my experience, he goes, you, you talk up the, about the fact you have problems, then you talk about the problems. If that doesn't work, and then you go to counseling, and then it's my, it's my experience that leads to splitting up. And I'm like, yep. And then you hope for the best for both parties. And that's where I just, I think inevitably this is going. So how do you, how do you feel about that quote? We want to not just survive in the NHL. We want to thrive in the NHL. Cause I think there's a, I got a different meaning out of that than the hosts of NHL radio did. Yeah. Um, and, and let's remember too, like, you know, I say all the time expectations versus reality, you know, setting expectations. So reality can meet them. I think when you look at the first few years of the jets 2.0 and you were pushing what was it, over 13,000, maybe close to 14,000 season tickets? That's not realistic in the long term. Let's remember, the team was coming back. There's a ton of excitement. Get your season tickets. You had to buy for, what was it, three to five years, something like that. Commit for multiple years. That was all in a, hey, let's get the telethon going. Let's get all the season tickets bought. That's not a sustainable year-over-year -year expectation that you can put up and say these people are going to put up that kind of money for the next 20 years every year. That was a, here's what we're going to show you that we want the team back. You still need to reach out to the fan base, find new fans, creative ways to sell season tickets. So getting back to that 13, 14,000 season tickets is not realistic, but you have to find out what is. Sure. And last point on this before we move on, because we don't drag on this show. It moves, moves, moves. I remember the first couple of years when the Jets came back. 
because I go to Winnipeg a lot. I got a lot of Winnipeg friends. And the story I got out of Winnipeg was this. The NHL is a lot more expensive when it came back in 2010 than when it left in 96. So all the sponsorship dollars were getting sucked up by the Jets. The charities were suffering. The other sports teams were suffering. The Bombers were struggling because all the money was going to support the Winnipeg Jets, which is fine because they're the Winnipeg Jets. But that was 10 years ago. And now it's exponentially more expensive. So that's why I don't think this is sustainable. I don't, ticket sales or not, corporate sponsorship's going to be taxed too. So again, and by the way, do the Jets feel bad that they're taking money away from all the other entities in Winnipeg? No, they don't because that's just corporate greed. Not just, and I'm not pointing the finger at the Jets. That's the way that it is, folks. So... Yeah, you're welcome to write in. We're going to move on. We spend far more time on this in hour two. Uh, NHL leftovers from last night. This grabbed me. Matthew Kachuk scored a goal and had a helper in his return from injury. And the Florida Panthers defeated the Buffalo Sabres 3-2 on Tuesday night. Sam Bennett and Brandon Montour. We call him Monty. Also scored for the Panthers. Bob made 28 saves. We'll be talking about this more with Munzee when he joins us in the third segment this hour. Because his buddy... Uh, Zach Benson was playing for the Sabres. Munzee asked me this morning, how do he look? And I'm like, he looked fantastic. But the team, as one media member said to me last night, the Buffalo Sabres should be sponsored by Charmin. Fill in the blanks. Other games, Eric Carlson scored the winning goal at 142 of overtime to lift the Penguins over the Canucks 4-3 for their third straight win. In Winnipeg, beyond the Bettman thing, Sean Monaghan scored a goal, had a helper. And the Blues, uh, the Jets beat the Blues 4-2. In Toronto, the game of the night, Jonathan Marchessault had two goals and an assist. And Vegas snapped Toronto's seven-game win streak, beating the Leafs 6-2. In Calgary, Yegor Sharangovich scored the go-ahead goal at 12.09 of the third period as the Flames earned their fourth straight win, beating L.A. 4-2. But they're still five points back in Nashville for the second wild card spot. I'm sorry to the Flames fans. I love Calgary. But until you're in a playoff spot and threatening to make the playoffs, the Flames are irrelevant right now. I, I'm still upset at the guy that wrote in on Monday and said, I can't believe it took you 44 minutes to bring up the Flames beating the Oilers. In Montreal, Sam Montembeau made 36 saves to help the Habs snap their five-game losing streak with a 4-2 victory over Arizona. Those are some of the leftovers. Aren't, those aren't even all of the games. One fun thing from last night, thank God I have the skin of a rhinoceros. I'm walking into a Merritt Bank Arena, and I'm like, it's a beautiful night. It's like a Saskatchewan summer night. I'm like, what month is it? It's February, Rod. Okay, they're tailgating out. I'm, I got to walk out and hang out with these guys and gals that are tailgating. So I went out and took a picture. They're playing beer pong. They're posing for a photo. And it, like anything, they're like, come on in. Hung, hung out with them for a while. It was a beautiful atmosphere palm trees everywhere right in front of the rink i took a picture from our cats and bolts twitter account the podcast that serena and i record or host and we're recording it today i said did the panthers have the best tailgating in the nhl i alerted you to this darren i summarily got my lights punched out by carolina hurricanes fans i mean whack 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 and for the most part it was largely friendly barbs there were some rude ones in there but they're like you clearly haven't tailgated in north carolina because this is where we do it blah 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 and i'll save more comments when we record the podcast this afternoon but i, I it was like ninety thousand impressions on this tweet and all i did was take a picture and say is this the best tailgating kind of thinking what's your competition not that many teams they ain't tailgating i don't think they were tailgating winnipeg last night uh, but anyways, that was my leftover from last night. Hurricanes fans, pump my eyes shut. Slow your roll. You're not Montreal, Carolina. Chill. What was yours? Um, and your Leafs getting manhandled by the Golden Knights, I would think you have some thoughts on that. Yeah, and it was a frustrating night, and Sheldon Keefe getting the gate at the end of that game, um, getting tossed. You know, frustrating. The, the, the streak comes to an end. And it, it wasn't necessarily, you know, the home and home with Vegas, but the second time you played them in a number of days, uh, in a week or whatever it has been, um, I thought it was a, you know, a good response from Vegas. You kind of, ex I, I expected them to, I picked them last night in our breakaway bets yesterday. Um, but those are just two good hockey teams. And when Vegas kind of largely got embarrassed by Toronto in their home rink, 
They weren't going to let that happen a second time back in Toronto. They came out and played. And that's what good teams do. They respond. And I thought Vegas did a good job last night of responding to a tough game back in, uh, back in Vegas. Yeah, uh, back for Vegas, yes. We got our top five, bottom five coming up. And I had to, I had to tweak it. Because I'm sitting here, think I had it all written down, and I didn't have Vegas in my top five. And I'm like, wait a minute. Who's the team nobody would want to play the most or the least, however you want to look at it in the Stanley Cup final? I got to think it's Vegas. Right? But they're not anywhere near the top five in the standings. Uh, by the way, from our audience, David in Winnipeg says, oh, it's 11-11 in Manitoba. Manifest a positive outcome. <laughs> you might want to do that. A lot, not just at 11-11, if you want to save the Jets. From the Jug, you know the Jug, he writes in, he says, back to the Florida game, is Nick Cousins getting an Oscar nomination for getting up so quick and jumping in the scrum there? <laughs> Nick Cousins is childish for doing that. Um, it's funny you say it. Hey, Kevin, the medium, I was thinking about you this morning. He just checked in today. Your Vancouver Canucks don't scare me. Uh, 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 uh. Hang on, dude, I got to go through my text here. Okay. It's funny because I texted my buddy in the press box because by then I was down in the stands sitting with Thad and about Cousins getting up. He jumped a guy from behind and ripped his, twist his helmet off like it was a bottle cap. Nick Cousins. I don't really like him, even though he's been, I don't like the way he plays. I'm sure he's a nice enough guy. He's been on this show. The Panthers put him on. But I said, Cousins jumps him from behind. My buddy texts me. I won't say who he's with. But he goes, he knows he's got Sam Bennett and Kachuk to help out. The Sabres are getting spit kicked out there. Cousins is what he is. Yes. The Sabres are a whole team of Charmin. <laughs> so soft. You didn't see the name on there, did you? No. So, yeah, we were talking about Nick, Nick Cousins uh, jumping a guy from behind last night. Yeah. It was a, every night's great. Every night's great. Every morning you wake up and open your eyes is a great morning. And every night that there's hockey being played, it's a great night. Oh, my God. Patrolman Pete. I've got to make sure I got this right. He says, this is comical, Rod. Rod is pretending that Bettman himself didn't come to Winnipeg and say that the team is fine. Isn't there enough to talk about without manufacturing a crisis? I'm the problem. <laughs> Bingo. I read it word for word. I, I read it. What is he saying? Kid, before I go all snap show, <laughs> I'm the problem with the Winnipeg Jets and Gary Bettman coming to town. Don't tell me. Okay. Do you know what he's getting at? Or do we need to take three minutes and a break to sort out what he's saying? Okay. He might have to respond to this. But I think he's saying, Rod, Gary Bettman came and said the team is fine. Why are we making it a panic anymore? Gary Bettman said it's fine. I think that's what he's saying. <laughs> okay, the Jets aren't in trouble. Things are fine as you were, people. So, so, sorry to get people all upset. You might want to direct that same comment to Mark Chipman and say, hey, Mark, why did you say that this is not sustainable? Because Gary said everything's fine. Mark. Oh, okay. Oh, don't be that guy, Patrolman Pete. Yeah, we're manufacturing the problems of the Winnipeg Jets. Right. You might want to think about that over the next three minutes. We'll be right back on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Everything I've worked for, everything I've sacrificed, has led to this. It's out of your hands now. All the gold medals in the world can't help you now. You could throw the perfect rock and still miss, but it just takes one. You leave it all out there on the ice to leave behind a legacy.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Need a champion for your charity event? An all-star for your seminar? How about an Olympian to give a winning keynote speech? EMJ Marketing is the place to go. EMJ Marketing is one of Canada's top speaker bureaus with some of Canada's most recognizable athletes and entertainers on their roster. EMJ also represents a wide range of impactful keynote speakers and MCs. So whether you need to fill a spot on stage or someone to arrange the entire event, do it with one stop, EMJ Marketing. Take the first step to success for your next event. Visit emjmarketing.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. I don't necessarily want this show to get spicy, but it's going to get spicy. I have that sense. So listen up or turn it off if you don't think you can handle it. I advocate for that. But by the way, fresh off a record-breaking win a year ago in London, Ontario, Brad Gushu's team will begin its chase for another piece of curling history when the 2024 Montana's Briar, presented by AGI, gets underway Friday at the Brand Center in Regina. Gushu's Newfoundland team is attempting to become just the second team in the rich history of the Canadian Men's Curling Championship to win three straight titles, matching the run of Randy Furby's Edmonton team, which prevailed in 2001, 2002, and 2003. And you can be there with the Rod Peterson Show. Get your tickets now, curling.ca slash tickets. It's not quite sold out, but it's close. Go peruse the tickets. they got a lot of cool things going on at curling.ca. Okay, Moose, let's bring him in. He's got his Jets uh, jacket on. and. Um, I, I, I will caution those that want to get in a fight with me or a debate when it comes to these types of things. You'd better pack a lunch. You're not getting out of this room as a winner. Okay, so Patrolman Pete, who's a supporter of mine long time. I'm a supporter of his. He's been watching this show a long time. He wants to dig his heels in here and say the Jets don't have a problem because Gary Bettman said so. Here's the quote from yesterday. If we weren't invested in the Jets being here long term, the Jets wouldn't have been here to begin with. Direct quote. Yeah, because sports leaders wouldn't lie ever, would they? 
They say these things, and then the next thing, they're gone. And you're left there looking at your toes. And then, uh, by the way, as someone who's lived it, pretending you don't have a problem doesn't fix the problem. Do you want to turn that into a meme, Moose? Today's meme. Pretending you don't have a problem doesn't fix the problem, okay? And it's classic, man. It's right out of the textbooks, the diploma I have. As a recovery coach, Patrolman Pete goes on to say, if a few empty seats were enough to kill a team, the Panthers would have been gone 10 years ago. Yeah, but their owner's not pissing and moaning about attendance and never has. Do you even know his name? Do you see him in front of the television? Never. Like Mark Chipman was complaining about this not being sustained. You know what it's like, Darren? It's like me sitting the guy in the chair doing the intervention and saying, your life is a mess. What you're doing is a major problem, and you need to come with me and change. And the guy says, yeah, but what about Johnny? What about Johnny's life is about? We're not talking about Johnny. We're talking about you. We're talking about the one. What about Arizona? What about? See what I'm saying, Darren? Pack a lunch, patrolman Pete. Because I think Bettman really erred by going in and saying everything's fine because you know what it's going to say? What I'm getting is we don't need to buy tickets because everything's fine. The commissioner said so. <laughs> so what I got out of that, right or wrong? Well, it's going, be, it's going to be really tough for Mark Chipman to continue to, if he, if he wants, to sound the alarm bells after Gary came in and said everything's going to be okay, right? Like, it's fine. Um, hockey is strong in, in Winnipeg. Yes, they need to sell more tickets and make more money and do all the rest, but they're not going anywhere. Okay, well, now Mark Chipman can't threaten to leave, to move the team because the commissioner came in and didn't take it. I don't want to say took his legs out from underneath him, but the commissioner came in and settled it down. So now they need to figure out on their own what the issues are and how they're going to be sustainable long-term and not threaten to pull the franchise because Gary Bettman took that bullet out of the gun yesterday. He didn't back Chipman. <laughs> if I was Mark Chipman, I, you know, people have no idea what goes on behind the scenes. And through a lifetime in sports, I do know what goes on behind the scenes. I'm not sure Chipman would have pulled Gary Bettman aside after and said, what the hell was that? But he might have. And my guy Brent Wellington from here in Florida, that's me and him in the picture over my shoulder here fishing pulling in a 40-pound sailfish. He's written in and says, your owner made a statement himself that the support in attendance is not sustainable. Bettman should be praised by saying what he said. If you're a Jets fan, put your owner on the coals. That's the guy that started all this, Mark Chipman, by simply telling the truth. And Brent's a season ticket holder of the Panthers here. He goes on to say Panthers' ownership endured the huge financial losses to build what's there today. It's called committed. I heard at the lowest of the low, the Panthers were losing $180,000 a day. And Vinny Viola, the owner, didn't, didn't say a word because he's got the money. He didn't care. And look where they are now. Uh, Kevin, the medium, writes in and says, uh, L-M-F-A-O, I need to tune in more often. I love Rod's rants. I'm just saying, man... I'm, I'm, I'm now ready to move on from this. But if you think everything's fine in Winnipeg, as Gary Bettman said so, I got some oceanfront property in Arizona for sale, too, if you're interested in that. Awesome. Just let me know. I'll give, you a, I'll give you a real good price on it. Oh, and by the way, you want, if you want to get mad, our guy Milt Stiegel, paper plates. See what he tweeted? Let's get mad at him. Milt says uh, on Twitter... Are the Jets on their way back to Atlanta? Hashtag paper plates. And by the way, Ryan O'Radio, we came up with a list of 10 names for the NHL Atlanta team. Not saying it's going to be the Jets, but we hope it's, it's going to happen. Maybe a 33rd team or whatever. Some guy wrote in from Atlanta and said those names are all terrible. Okay, bucko. Give us a better one then. That's one of your favorite things, right, Darren? You want to crap all over what is, tell us what's better then. Well, we'll wait. So to point three, Shohei Otani needed just three exhibition at-bats to show what a $700 million man can do for the Dodgers.
The Japanese star hit a two-run homer in his first game wearing Dodger blue, working a full count in the fifth inning before blasting an opposite field homer off righty Dominic Leone that just cleared the left field wall. Meanwhile, it was a mixed bag for Blue Jays righty Alec Manoa in his first start of spring training. Manoa hit three batters and threw just 17 of 38 pitches for strikes while working one and two-third innings of four-run ball during Tuesday's 6-4 loss to the Tigers. So he had three batters, Alec Manoa. But he also showed improved velocity, reaching the mid-90s with his fastball. I'm not a baseball guy, but I hope they figure it out. This was Clark's idea because he is a baseball guy, Clark. It was his idea to come up with this poll question today. Do you put any stock in spring training results, preseason results. It's for Key Auto Group. Key Auto Group is driven by safety, experience, peace of mind with our comprehensive multi-point inspections. Visit keyautogroup.ca for automotive excellence. Now, I used to put stock in the preseason results until people told me not to because they don't mean anything. That's what I guess spring training's for. I was telling the boys at our morning meeting today that I was certain I saw Alec Manoa at a Panthers game in December. And then I looked up that he's from Homestead, Florida, six foot six. I'm like, yeah, it was Alec Manoa at a Panthers game coming out of the Panthers store. My guess, he didn't have anything in his hand, so they probably didn't have anything big enough for him. Six, six, I think 240. Anyways, should we be alarmed by that? I mean, he had all the struggles last year. He went MIA for a while, didn't he? Um, should we be concerned with their one in was it one in three preseason record now? Or not at all? Because I've been told not to be worried about it. You? I'm not worried about it. I never have been worried about spring training or preseason for the most part. You know, you see some alarming things, sure. But training camp, spring training, preseason, you know, grapefruit league action, whatever it ends up being, um, those are all for working the kinks out, you know, and, and getting you ready for opening day. Try some things, put some guys in position, see how they play, you know, work a few, work the kinks out. So we know he's got a few kinks to work out. That's what we learned yesterday. Alec Manoa's got a few kinks to work out. Not worried, but let's see if he works them out through the rest of spring training. By the way, 93% of poll results respondents so far saying no, they don't put any stock in spring training results. And I wonder why we've, why we've talked about it this long. Thank you, Patrolman Pete, for having a cooler head. And he writes in and he says, uh, let's just hold off on the funeral is all I'm saying. Ha ha. And then goes on to say, noted hockey insider, Milt Stiegel. He he. <laughs> everybody, dump on, everybody dump on Milt for a while because that would be fun. I got one for you. Spring training going on here right now, and then NHL hockey. Darren, I'm coming up the elevator at American Bank Arena last night with this guy. He kind of jumps on the elevator. <sighs> Young, athletic guy, and he's sweating like crazy. It's 30 minutes before opening face-off, and I'm like, what's up with you, brother? And he goes, oh, I was working a spring training game in Port St. Lucie, which is a, quite a ways north of Sunrise. He goes, the traffic was terrible. I just got here. And I'm like, oh, what do you do? And he goes, I direct the television broadcast for the Florida Panthers. <laughs> I'm like, what were you doing at the ball game? He goes, I was umping it. And so that it stops, the elevator stops, bing, doors open. Florida Panthers president Matt Caldwell jumps into the elevator and sticks his hand and shakes our hand. And so and then the elevator keeps going. I said, what bag were you on? And Caldwell looks at me like, and he's like, oh, you guys were talking. And the guy goes, <laughs> we were rotating bases at spring training. Just like you're just saying. The players and teams are getting the kinks out. So are the umps. But he's like, he goes, I knew I was going to be cutting it fine. Afternoon game umpiring Major League Baseball, then jumping in his car, racing down from Port St. Lucie, and directing a television broadcast of the Florida Panthers and Buffalo Sabres. How about that? How about that? No big deal. That's hustle. That is hustle, by the way. Uh, Jeremy writes in, he says, everyone is sleeping on the Red Wings. I saw a headline, and I got to go back and read it when I have a little more time. Today's been a blur about how uh, Steve Eiserman's long-term under-the-radar plan is now coming to fruition for the Detroit Red Wings. And if that's the case, I hope it's true, because I think we're all Stevie Y fans. <laughs> from Ryan O'Radio at WQEE. He says, we got more names for you. Stingrays, tornadoes. 
We'll have that team name just, just in time for them to welcome the NHL back to Atlanta. And I'm not saying it's the... I don't want it to be the Jets. I want the Jets to stay there forever. I really do. I really do. Darren in Utah writes in, he says, the preseason can have false negatives and false positives. Well, and again, why am I paying attention to it? From Vince, he says, don't turn the Jets into a charity case, folks. Folks aren't going to spend three or $5,000 for season tickets to save the team. Entertainment has to be the reward. Sell the product. Thank you, Vince. Uh, that's what I think we're all saying. People don't want to pay the money for the tickets. To be honest, I don't know how they do on Edmonton. It's like $9,000 for a season ticket in Edmonton. I know guys that write a check. Don't even look, think twice about it. And the Leafs don't even get me started. Okay, Moose. See you in hour two. No. You bet. You know. Brian Munns will make sense of all of this. Biggie Munns. When we return on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Everything I've worked for, everything I've sacrificed, has led to this. It's out of your hands now. All the gold medals in the world can't help you now. You can throw the perfect rock and still miss, but it just takes one. You leave it all out there on the ice to leave behind a legacy. Are you struggling in life, perhaps feeling hopeless, or even battling an addiction that's taking your life down the drain? It's time you made the decision to stop the struggle and contact Peterson Recovery. Hi, Rod Peterson here, and I've been a licensed recovery coach since 2017, helping athletes, entertainers, and soldiers get their lives back and go on to lead a happy life. Now, I'd like to help you. Mental health is real, and sometimes all it takes is some guidance from someone who's been there. Follow Peterson Recovery on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and DM me or email petersonrecovery at AOL.com. It's never too late. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. A reminder, y'all, when we talk hockey, it's brought to you by Common Crown Brewing out of Calgary, turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Check them out, why don't you, at commoncrown.ca. Okay, Munzee joins us now. He needs no introduction. They're all excited to have you on. Oh, you, you took a break from hitting balls, did you, Munzee, to join us? I thank you for that. I did. How are you, sir? I did. Simulators right here. Two of them. I see that. Uh, those things ain't Life's cheap, good. man. They work good? No. They're awesome. You know what? Uh, so this in here is our sport performance center we have for our junior golfers. And uh, just like Golf Saskatchewan has in every region across Canada, trying to give our players an opportunity to compete and win a national championship one day. So as we all know here on the prairies, you can't play golf outside this time of the year. So over the last few years with uh, some generous support, We've been able to put this in, and uh, it's now pretty much done. I would say that uh, the last three, four weeks have kind of put the finishing touches on it, and, uh, and here we are. So it, uh, it does give us a nice break during the day. You want to sneak down the odd time and maybe hit a small bucket. It's good. So probably no excuses by the time I hit the course outside in May. I'm glad to hear that everything's going so great, and I uh, relished our phone chat here recently. It had been far too long, uh, Munzee with Golf yeah. Manitoba. Listen, before we talk about this Jet stuff, uh, how much of the Sabres-Panthers did you watch last night? Because you remind me a lot of myself. You cheer for players as much or more than teams. You had some good buddies playing in the game, Peyton Krebs and uh, Zach Benson for the Sabres. Yeah, so Peyton was one year before me with the Winnipeg Ice, but obviously connected with him a little bit from an alumni standpoint. But uh, yeah, I watch as many Sabre games as I can. And you're right. Like, I don't cheer for one specific team anymore. 
it is who you know on various rosters and you and I are getting older now so I think we follow the coaches maybe more than the players because those are guys that are more our age um, and that's just kind of the way it is but being back in the Western Hockey League for the last couple of years there's no doubt that my love for junior hockey and the intrigue for younger players is back more than it ever was because when you're working for an NHL club, you're focused on exactly what that 23, 24 man roster is. And you know, the young players that get drafted or, or a year or two into their tenure with the team have a long way to go. So I don't want to say they get forgotten, but you do focus on the stars and Obviously, if you've got Connor McDavid or Leon Dreisaitl like they do in Edmonton, Drew Doughty for numbers of years in Los Angeles, or even Mark Shifley and Nikolai Ehlers here in Winnipeg, those are the guys that you would watch more often than not. But I do find myself now, watch. I watched the last two periods of the Panthers-Sabre game last night because Zach was playing and saw he got an early penalty call and wanted to kind of get up to date on uh, what was going on there. And obviously, I know Paul Maurice from his time here in Winnipeg. Uh, Logan Stankoven has scored in back-to-back games now with the Dallas Stars since coming up from the American Hockey League. Saw him with Kamloops. So those are the neat stories that I think, Rod, take us back to when you and I first met, when you were the voice of the Raiders and I was in Melford calling the SJHL, is you watch those guys progress and you kind of have a bit of a, a vested interest in their future after that because you were there when they were young and, and you watched them grow up both on and off the ice. Well, I could talk to you forever about Zach Benson alone. Like last night, he was awesome. But the team, nobody can figure out why they're so bad. I think it's because they just don't know how to win. And uh, I had a scout tell me when they interviewed him last year, they asked him specifically about Connor Bedard. And the scout goes, I won't tell you what he said. I just, I get the sense he didn't like living in Connor's shadow too much. Well, I don't know about that because they're really close friends. Like they grew up together in in greater Vancouver, right? So they spent a lot of time, Andrew Crystal from Kelowna. And there was one other guy in that group. Forgive me. I can't remember who it is right now. But, you know, that nucleus of players that were selected high in this past summer's draft all grew up together and spent tons of time together. So I don't know if I would say that uh, Zach was kind of tired of being in Connor's shadows, but he was good enough to cast his own. And that was the thing that, that I probably grew the greatest amount of, you know, love for the kid both on and off the ice is watching him every day going through. He's a really good hockey player. And, and that's why in his first year of eligibility, he's full-time member of the Buffalo Sabres. So it's fun to watch. It's the same now as watching what Connor Geeky's doing in Swift Current, Matt Savoy with <laughs> the, the Moose Jaw Warriors. You know, all of these guys, Carson Lambos in his first full year now in the American Hockey League with Iowa, uh, Minnesota's teams, those, those are the guys that you end up working with from a PR standpoint the most. So you get a chance to watch their careers and, and whether they keep playing pro or whether they move on like Jake and Spallwood and Connor McLennan have to the Alberta Golden Bears and Canada West or, or wherever it may be, uh, you know, you're, you're a piece of those guys when they're young and, and it's fun to watch them develop and, and you grow close to them. Well, yeah, I mean, you know hockey people as well as me. And uh, in a way, we are them, but we're not operations people, scouts and coaches, what I'm saying. And so I'm like, what inference am I supposed to take that this scout, you know, I'm, I'm not saying it to you, I'm saying it to him. I'm not going to tell you what yeah. Zach Benson said when I asked him about Bernard. Okay, I'll just, I'll have to guess then. Um, by the way, given the fact that you're in Winnipeg and all, your long time ties with Winnipeg hockey, period, what was your take on Gary Bettman's statement on Tuesday? Well, first and foremost, I understand why there's a bit of a fire burning here in the city right now because the building's not full. And they've got a really good hockey team. I think last night they moved back into first place. They've been in that battle all season long with Dallas and Colorado for top spot one, two, three uh, on their side for a wild card playoff spot. And I think that's going to continue right down to the wire. Um, but when the building's not full, I guess the bottom line for me is this isn't 2011 anymore. And fans have found other things to do. And the Jets know that. The Moose know that your corporate dollar isn't spent the same way now that it was when the NHL returned and the team moved from Atlanta. So is it a bit of a wake-up call for True North? Probably. 
but there's a lot of really smart people that are in that organization that are also taking note right now. And and I know there's surveys going out, there's phone calls being made to past season ticket holders saying, why aren't you back? What can we do for you? And I think that's the most important thing right now is, yeah, the city is in a, I don't want to say a rut, but it's in a different spot than it is right now. But the one thing that uh, I think is really exciting for everybody that watches this team, and I don't go to as many games just because I've got busy times with my job here and, and following my family, but I get to a number of the games, and the fun part about it is you still walk in that rink, and they have a Stanley Cup contender on the ice. And I think as we get into the last month or so here of regular season play, that uh, you're going to see that upper bowl full again because people are excited about what could be for this team when they get to the Stanley Cup playoffs because they're that good. You wanted to get a plug-in for the Humboldt Broncos Memorial Golf Tourney. You got a date? You got something to say? Yeah, August 10th, uh, we're set to go. Our seventh year, Jared Bender, the head coach in Colorado, and Lori Warford and I continue to put it on. So want to remind everybody that it is coming up this summer. We will have registration open to everybody coming up on May 2nd. Uh, our corporate partners and uh, people that have more or less been with us since day one have uh, first right right now. And then, like I said, May 2, the doors will open, and we expect to be sold out and, uh, and have another great weekend coming up this summer honoring that 2018 team. Awesome. Thanks for coming on, Munzee. Hope we can do it more. Enjoy the rest of the day. Anytime, Rod. Take care. Brian Munz joining us from Manitoba. We'll be back with a sports update and audience takeover after this. We are live on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Everything I've worked for, everything I've sacrificed, has led to this. It's out of your hands now. All the gold medals in the world can't help you now. You can throw the perfect rock and still miss. But it just takes one. You leave it all out there on the ice to leave behind a legacy. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. RP show continues. Yada, yada, yada. We got some great comments come in here from our audience. Some great, no, some dumb. 902-518-3033. Brian in Hudson's Bay writes in. He says, uh, hey, Rod, I'm a Detroit Red Wings fan forever. I love the way they're playing this year. Quick question. Do you think they have enough grit and toughness to win in the playoffs? No. 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 But if they make the playoffs, major bonus. Dylan Larkin, Moritz, Sider. Patrick Kane's been great. We just watched them Sunday win at Chicago. They're... No, this will be the first time in the playoffs in a very long time for Detroit. Getting there will be a win for them. I wouldn't expect them to go too far. David in Winnipeg says, Gary Bettman didn't exactly, this is David number two. He says that Bettman didn't exactly say everything is fine. He said no need to panic. There is a need to refocus. Sure, 
He said initially there was no need for corporate involvement in season ticket sales as they sold out in 18 minutes. There was no season tickets available for quite a number of years. Now there is a need for corporate investment and a refocus on True North's fan experience. Um, potato, potato. I've said it many times. You watch the show every day, David, so I think you know where I'm coming from when I say you're never static in life. You're either going forwards or you're going backwards. The speed is really irrelevant. Are you building a momentum or are you losing momentum? So that's all. They're not going to be there forever. How long is the question? And you can disagree with me if you want. That's how I feel. Ron in Calgary, they're not going away, those Flames fans. They're very different. They're very, well, that wouldn't surprise anybody to say Flames fans and older fans are very different. When the Flames are losing, you don't hear from Flames fans at all. You wonder if they even have a team or if they, like the, all the cell service went out, like what happened with AT&T here in the southern U.S. You don't hear from them. When they win, ah, 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 what about the Flames? What about the Flames? Oiler fans, completely opposite. When they lose, that's all you hear from Oiler fans. Fire the coach, fire this guy, we got no goaltending, blah, 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 blah. When they win, crickets. Wildest thing. And I don't know which is I'd rather have. Think about that. A quick one, the Toronto Raptors carry a season-high three-game win streak into tonight's match with the visiting Dallas Mavericks. The Mavs, who feature the NBA's leading scorer, Luka Doncic, have lost two in a row. Denver Broncos head coach Sean Payton says he won't know until next week at the earliest if he's moving on from quarterback Russell Wilson. But Payton did hint at an upcoming split when he suggested it's imperative for the team to hit on the next one at quarterback. We'll talk more about that next hour. Trust me with Moose. I got a lot of thoughts. Sports updates for Common Crown Brewing Company. Turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit commoncrown.ca. And for Landmark Cinemas. In Landmark Cinemas now, Argyle. Here's the plot. An introverted spy novelist is drawn into the activities of a sinister underground syndicate. Starring Samuel L. Jackson, Brian Cranston, and John Cena. In Landmark Cinemas now... Argyle. Hour two upcoming, including Sam Cosentino after this brief break.